joy was in him. Things were not going badly. He had opened several little abandoned churches, and the Indians were crawling in to early mass and groaning at the moment of miracle, as though their hearts would break. Perhaps it was the pure air from the snows before him. Perhaps it was the memory that brushed him for a moment of the poem that bade him raise his eyes to the helpful hills. At all events, he felt at peace. Then his glance fell upon the bridge. And at that moment, a twanging noise filled the air, as when the string of some musical instrument snaps in a disused room, and he saw the bridge divide and fling five gesticulating ants into the valley below. Anyone else would have said to himself with secret joy, Within ten minutes myself! But it was another thought that visited Brother Huniper. Why did this happen to those five? If there were any plan in the universe at all, if there were any pattern in a human life, surely it could be discovered mysteriously latent in lives so suddenly cut off. Either we live by accident and die by accident, or we live by plan and die by plan. And on that instant, Brother Huniper made the resolve to inquire into the secret lives of those five persons, that moment falling through the air, and to surprise the reason of their taking off. It seemed to Brother Huniper that it was high time for theology to take its place among the exact sciences, and he had long intended putting it there. What he had lacked hitherto was a laboratory— Oh, there had never been any lack of specimens. Any number of his charges had met calamity. Spiders had stung them, their lungs had been touched, their houses had burned down, and things had happened to their children from which one everts the mind. But these occasions of human woe had never been quite fit for scientific examination— they had lacked what our good savants were later to call proper control. The accident had been dependent upon human error, for example, or had contained elements of probability. But this collapse of the bridge of San Luis Rey was a sheer act of God. It afforded a perfect laboratory. Here, at last, one could surprise his intentions in a pure state. You and I can see that coming from anyone but Brother Huniper, this plan would be the flower of a perfect skepticism. It resembled the effort of those presumptuous souls who wanted to talk on the pavements of heaven and build the Tower of Babel to get there. But to our Franciscan, there was no element of doubt in the experiment. He knew the answer. He merely wanted to prove it, historically, mathematically, to his converts, poor obstinate converts, so slow to believe that their pains were inserted into their lives for their own good. People were always asking for good sound proofs. Doubt springs eternal in the human breast, even in countries where the Inquisition can read your very thoughts in your eyes. This was not the first time that Brother Huniper had tried to resort to such methods— Often on the long trips he had to make, 
scurrying from parish to parish, his robe tucked up about his knees for haste. He would fall to dreaming of experiments that justify the ways of God to man. For instance, a complete record of the prayers for rain and their results. Often he had stood on the steps of one of his little churches, his flock kneeling before him on the baked street. Often he had stretched his arms to the sky and declaimed the splendid ritual. Not often, but several times, he had felt the virtue enter him and seen the little cloud forming on the horizon. But there were many times when weeks went by. But why think of them? It was not himself he was trying to convince that rain and drought were wisely apportioned. Thus it was that the determination rose within him at the moment of the accident. It prompted him to busy...